Welcome to MIA 2K, your ticket from Miami to Seoul. We're Kathy and Laura, and we're so happy you could join us today. You probably know us from, just kidding, you don't know us yet. We're just two Miami girls with obsessive fandom tendencies who fell into the inescapable void of Korean entertainment. And we're here to share our insights and spill all the tea only grown fans like us can enjoy. We've done all the research and acclimating so you don't have to. Before we begin, please make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you love visuals like us, you can watch us on our YouTube channel. We drop episodes with our hot and sunny takes every week. Hi, guys. Hey, hey. So for those who may be unfamiliar, K-pop idols are not allowed to openly date or be in relationships. And those who make the decision to prioritize their love lives risk losing their fans, market value, and even their jobs. So we have a lot to talk about. We're jumping right into this controversial topic. So take it away, Laura. So we're going to be breaking this uh, episode down into little sections. Our first section is the theory of dating bands, right? So what exactly is a dating band? It's literally what it sounds like. A lot of uh, the big companies have clauses in their K-pop idol contracts that says that they can't date for a certain amount of time. So for example, JYP, you can't date for the first three years after your debut. For YG, it's a five-year dating ban. I haven't been able to find anything on high, but I don't know if they have a dating ban or not. Even if they don't have it specifically in their contract, dating is a big no-no in idol culture. Idols are supposed to be perfect. They're supposed to be people that we look up to. And apparently people that we look up to are not supposed to date. <laughs> I guess I guess there's money and uh, the fantasy of us being able to possibly date them. So if they're not available for us, then that makes me not want to spend money on them apparently is how they think this works and it actually might work like that. that's what them. that's what jyp like the person at the company that's what a jyp says that when he debuted um he was open about dating and he says that that made him take longer to become successful that was his problem according to him <laughs> that's what he says uh i i may be getting it wrong but he basically said that it made it harder for him And he wants to make sure that everybody that is under his company is able to be successful as fast as they can and start making like actual money. I'm so. sure I'm sure he says that that was a problem, but I don't know if he's like <laughs> unaware of that not being the problem. Well, we say that now in 2022, like, I don't know how people felt about him. I'm pretty sure they didn't feel the same in like 1953 when he did. <laughs> Not <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I came into, you know, uh, I'm coming into this conclusion based on like reaction videos that I've seen and just like how much fun people make of him and how he was basically like a failed idol, but like he's a great manager of his company. So I, I really, I mean, my personal opinion from his very few songs that I've heard and from Changbin being like, I don't like his music. Uh, I don't think it was a, like, exclusively about his right, dating life right, is right. what I'll say right but that he 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 mentions that as a reason and he actually before it was actually a five-year dating ban 
but they changed it or JYP as a company changed it to three years because he said five years was really not uh, realistic, realistic at all. So one of the main issues with idols dating is like Kathy said, people built this fantasy that these idols that they don't know <laughs> have never met, <laughs> probably will never meet, like are in some sort of like relationship with them I honestly I've 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 tried to like understand where it comes from but I just I can't do it not just that but remember when I first started uh getting into the content on TikTok and on Instagram there was a lot of would this person date me or would idols date a certain body type or would idols date a certain race and they would be like I'm sure Johnny from NCT would date me and I'm sure this one would not and it's like this again this fantasy of whether or not the idol is attainable to you and if they're in a relationship they're not attainable because then you'd be a homewrecker so it just makes you kind of like not fantasize or not want to spend money on their photo cards I guess because you can't actually date them so it's just it's odd I'm with you I can't really like I don't really see the the parallels there yeah I that's that's very true and there is a lot of content like that and to me it's kind of funny because personally (laughs) it was hard to date in the real world (laughs) let me tell you guys (laughs) it is not easy (laughs) it's hard Uh, (laughs) there was about 26 years of of a dating drought (laughs) you know how they say you go to college and that's when you start dating yeah no (laughs) so well but now you're happily married so it it all works out it wasn't easy so like (laughs) me even thinking like these girls do like even when I was like 23 24 me thinking oh no 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 this incredibly good looking rich man for sure he saw me walking on the street he'll be like ayo <laughs> start dating like, when I couldn't even get a date for <laughs> Pepito Juarez at my college I'm sorry I that's mean, a great point that's a very fair point like dating is hard enough yeah. for real people imagine adding a layer of like trying to meet someone for a date and they are beautiful and perfect and rich and talented and in 20 million miles away that part a whole 13 hour difference they're literally living in 2023 and we're in 2022 technically two years ahead because Korean age totally yeah they're living in 2024 you're right you're so right I don't know if the president changed it officially yet but for now they're living in 2024 you know at least I'm just glad they have really 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 great opinions of themselves I guess I'm just missing that yeah no I really when I watch these girls on TikTok and you know the ones are like would they date a short girl or a tall girl because a lot of idols say that their ideal type is usually shorter someone they can protect like especially for male idols and stuff like that but it's like some of these people that I'm like girl the confidence that you have I admire it like you're just 
you're on TikTok with no makeup on. You just woke up. You're like, you have your that voice that you literally just woke up. You rolled out of bed and you're out here telling me about how Namjoon would so date you. I'm like, damn, I really want to live with that level of confidence. I really do. But it wasn't, it wasn't for me. That wasn't, God said, no, not you. <laughs> not me either. No. Truly not me either. No, we're not, we're not the Lulu like that. We're the Lulu in different ways. 100%. I, it, I also think it's funny because one of the ways that the idols run away from answering questions about their ideal types, because it's always someone that they can protect and someone that is nice, like, bitch, that's everybody. Mm. We know that's not your, like, no, no. Everybody has a type or everybody has preferences. And it's not just, oh, no, as long as they're nice. But anyway, one of the ways that they try to like go away so people don't really ask them that much is when they ask, oh, who's your ideal type? Say like an actual real person, they'll say IU because they're not going to go into, oh, really? IU? Like that's a default answer for literally everyone. Even Jay Park. <laughs> like Even Jay Park. Park. And he's not even a K-idol. Like nothing. Like he doesn't have to say that. And it's just an easy answer that everyone can just pull out of their pocket and say that because it kind of ends the conversation right there. Like, I think they were asking honey J about if she had dated J park and she goes, his ideal type is IU. He would never date me. Like it's, it's good for even like the people on the periphery to right. be like, he would never date me because I'm not even like qualified in his type conversation, uh, conversation over. Like that's it. It's done. Which Honey J is beautiful, like gorgeous, talented, everything. The baddest in the freaking game. Like she posted a picture like this past week. And I was like, she's gorgeous. Oh. She's gorgeous. I really have been thinking about this a lot because it seems like if you are anywhere under 35 years old in Korea, unless you know that you're going to marry this person and you're okay with like losing money, everyone is better off like being single it doesn't matter if That's they're not true. an idol like dancers are very exclusive uh idols are very exclusive mm -hmm. rappers are very exclusive it's not unique to idol culture it's That's like true. anyone in entertainment they know that your market value your price tag goes up if you are single and available because mm -hmm. people have this delusion that they're gonna run into you and have like a meet cute at the cafe or at the like metro and you know head over heels christian gray i fell and oh my god you know now i'm on a helicopter with a millionaire like you know i think that's what people think can happen mm -hmm. so it that's really true. bleeds into everything so even dancers and again just random people are not revealing what's going on behind closed doors that's true our type of delulu is exactly what kathy said we think everybody would be our friend <laughs> that's our delulu 100%. I think Honey J would be like, hey, girl, after Zumba, like, let's go practice dancing. That's my type of the Lulu. Like, and then we watch The Little Mermaid after in Korean so I can learn all the songs in Korean. Like, that's that makes sense. That would happen. Tell me that's not feasible. Tell I, me that's that, not real. You know what? That is actually feasible because it yeah, just is. It just makes sense. I'll say I've always said Laura got me into this world completely from scratch. Like, I knew nothing. So when I started watching content, I would just immediately ask her things instead of Googling because why would I Google? Uh, I knew she knew everything. So I would, I was like, first I had, there was like this huge culture shock around the lack of dating and the lack of, you know, romantic lives because in the West, we've always kind of known 
people date and there's there's public couples there's like the you know when justin and selena were dating it was jelena and like there's the relationship names the ship names it raises their market value here yeah it like it's like oh the couple the you know anuel and carol g now they can go on tour together and like you know that didn't work <laughs> out but for a little bit it, it was it was almost a gimmick like you said like the, it raised their market value together as a couple so here it kind of works the opposite way mm-hmm. so yeah lots of huge culture shock i at some point when laura would be like no they're not allowed to date i was like laura these men and women have physical needs, like biological needs. And she's like, Kathy, it's okay. They have a way around it. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But my my biggest thing was like, wow, South Korea's NDAs are really tight because here in the States, information gets out all the time. Like nobody cares about NDAs, like TMZ is around. People find out about things like things don't really stay secret. If you're relevant, nothing will stay secret really Mm -hmm. like nothing like hello Beyonce and Solange and Jay-Z's elevator thing like you know it doesn't matter how much money you have like things will get out so it blows my mind the level of like people in Korea actually take that seriously like the NDAs and things like that and then there's um Laura mentioned agencies like uh YG and JYP that have their established dating bans and then there's other agencies like KQ that allegedly doesn't have a dating ban uh, which is great to hear, but we wonder how much of that is really true or if it's just the agency trying to save face because it, you know, none of the members are openly dating anyway. So it's like, yeah. oh, you say that there's no dating ban, but whatever. It is, it's just curious. And um, the last thing that is really intriguing to me is again, this never happens in the West. I've never seen this in the West, but the whole, like, you really are so against idols dating that you would rather believe that they're dating each other within the group and that's how like shippers came to be for so many of these like groups i'm like i never saw the backstreet boys and was like yeah nick not better be seeing any girl i think i would rather him be with kevin or brian like no that's that's not how this works but all these people are like so determined to be like the members are married and then then have their shipper names and stuff and that really really just blows my mind through and through one last thing that I want to mention that I forgot to mention when I was talking about the companies that I found super interesting, SM. I, I, all the articles that I saw and even Isuman said that he actually encourages dating within the company because he says that if they're dating within the company and the company knows, it's easier for them to control what kind of information comes out because their dates can actually be inside of the company or can be company sponsored in a way so it makes it easier to have control over what gets out so they encourage dating within the company they discourage dating outside which is interesting everyone has their own way of going about it so right so now that we talked about the theories and the definitions and all that stuff we're gonna talk about dating bans in reality what actually happens uh when these things are established or how idols move about within the real world of the dating band so in general we think they don't really work it is not something that is gets the results that the agency wants for the most part it breeds secrecy and I guess like a little bit of distress too because every time that these idols go on interviews and they're like do you date and they're like no we don't it's like you know, the, the Lulus buy into it because they want to, but we are like, yeah, right, sure. And then 
Laura told me about this when I was asking about girl, the biological, physical needs, what is going on? Please like, tell me that there's a way of going about this. And she says that, well, she's read that there's uh, dating rooms within like the channels and the agency buildings and places like that. So the idols can interact safely and have their private time without being seen in public or without risking their careers. So yeah, and then right away, as soon as there's a dating rumor, agencies step in with those denials and they have it, you know, ready and they're like attacking people. They're like, we're going to sue you for this rumor yeah. of these people dating. And it's like, homie, I got receipts, but whatever. Yeah. that's besides the fact. It's funny to me because dating is, even though dating is frowned upon, I've heard a lot and not just in like articles, but like in webtoons and K-dramas about sponsorships, which is basically idols, either themselves exchanging sex for work or even the company selling their idols to wealthy businessmen and women for sex so they can get like work. So to me, it's kind of like annoying that like everybody knows sponsorships are a thing but everybody likes to pretend that dating isn't like how is one worse like how is dating worse again I really think it's just that 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 price of the fantasy that's what it is there's this video that I saw on Twitter fairly recently of JYP interviewing uh EXO members on stage and he was telling he goes so if you guys were going to take someone on a date and you wanted to sing them a song, what song would you sing them? And then the audience immediately starts going like sappy booing. And then the members go, I don't think they're happy to think about us in a dating context. And then the, like, that's when the audience gets really loud and starts going like, boo. And then JYP is like, guys, like they have to date. Like they can't be alone forever. Like what about when they're 40? And the girls are like, no, no, 50 or whatever. And he's like, what up? Like when they're in a nursing home and you can see the members faces like, what the fuck like these bitches really think that we're virgins that we really don't get it in that we really like are out here gonna marry any of them in the in this freaking uh room when like half of them are underage right now and you know things like it's just it doesn't make any sense when i saw that i was like wow the level of delusion is truly like out of this world ridiculous we just saw an article where a couple of k-pop idols shared ways that they get around dating bands and some of these are like really ingenious but kind of ridiculous that they have to go through it so one idol said that what she did was she would go to very touristy areas and she would dress like a tourist and because everyone's looking at the buildings and the surrounding areas they're not focused on what could be like another tourist so that was a way that they got away with it because people were focused on other things like the fact that they had to think about this is ridiculous. Another one, which I thought was hilarious, was they would basically like Hispanic kids lie to their parents. Like, where are you going? Oh, no, like, um, I'm going donde Maria <laughs> when you're out at five in the morning in the club. Like, they're basically using excuses like exercise or classes or something like that in order to hide dates which okay for like a 16 year old, but like when you're in your twenties, I don't wild. know. Wild. It's, it's, it's a lot. And I think another, one of the other things that really bothers me about this, the whole dating ban reality 
is the fact that the fans think that they're entitled to know mm-hmm. the private lives of these people and that they're entitled to information. So now whenever there's a, a story or some like uh, breaking news about an idol dating, now the fans demand, it's a demand. It's not like, you know, even, even a question would be inappropriate, mm-hmm. honestly, but mm-hmm. they genuinely demand clarification. And that's not the worst part. The one that really angers me is the apology. Because, same because how dare you like force someone or expect someone to apologize for living their lives literally happy and being happy like being an idol is so hard the trainee process is so bad that back in the day they took away their phones i don't know if they still do that now i'm pretty like for newer groups or whatever because i think phones are just like so necessary in daily life but you know, these, these kids like sacrifice so much to become these amazing artists and to put on amazing shows. And that's all that's, you know, there it's an even exchange. You pay for a ticket, you pay for an album, they give you great art. That's where it ends. But there's this expectation of like, now you need to know also like who they're going home with, who they're eating with, who fulfills them, who inspires the great music that they write, you know, like, no, that's so fucked. And you want them to apologize for disappointing you and letting you down. Like, and, and these poor idols that write these apologies too, or like whatever they're PR people like, Oh, I'm sorry. I let you down. I'm sorry. Like, I'm happy. I'm so sorry that like, I met someone who loves me like, bro, I hate that so much. It is, it gets under my skin, like Uh, so badly. And, you know, idols here and there, at least the different groups and different companies have, like you said, different standards, like with SM and with JYP and whatever, like you can still see some girl dancers in the mix when like things happening. But in the case of BTS, like they haven't been able to peacefully stand or like exist next to a Korean woman <laughs> or a Korean single woman since like what 2017 2018 like yeah. no female dancers no backup singers nothing like only if it's in the west or only if it's a western person it's like okay for you know people to see them hanging out with women or like if the singers like the backup singers are three stories over them and there's literally no interaction like that's ridiculous that's what we saw at the for ptd soul because i was yeah. we looking for the female dancers since they had them here and i was like oh look louder they're like in the third floor like that's the only <laughs> way that because you know there's no elevators and the, they don't see each other backstage mm-hmm. but yeah like i guess even the we've heard rumors too or we've read that for when it comes to like the makeup artists and the the Mm. stylists that work with them it's required that they're married because they don't want any single people working for them so that there's no risk of uh sparking a relationship they're like jesus christ the lens that these people go to in general um but you they have to because then you know what happened in 2019 was Mm. uh cookie jungkook was seen in a restaurant through cctv footage (laughs) cctv y'all like he was seen uh like having a dinner with uh this woman and another person like a guy and then uh also he was hugging her kind of from the back i think that's like those those are the two pictures that were circulating and then so like the other guy that they were with had to come out and make a statement and be like i was not there that wasn't me because people were assuming that it was him so even people that are like in the vicinity get attacked for this the man so the girl that he was with was a tattoo artist 
And the manager of her shop got fired after this incident because he tried to like clarify the information. And he was like, I don't know, like, I guess he spoke without permission. So like the owner of the shop fired him. Then the girl was persecuted and people kept calling the tattoo shop. Like, you know, where's some of the review bombing that happens here in general when someone gets exposed or canceled publicly, this woman couldn't live. Like she literally was being harassed, accosted. Her socials were bombed. All the things Hybe had to like multiple times deny the rumors that they were dating. And they were like, they were friends. And I was like, listen, if my friend's hugging me from the back like that, we ain't friends. But mm-hmm. that's that's a but, story for another okay. day. But okay. <laughs> First of all, all of you just need to get a fucking like lives. All of you. Hobbies. Immediately. And then there's always, I think, been some sort of fascination with mm-hmm. putting BTS and Blackpink together because they kind of right. rose around similar times like uh bts got big around 2016 which is when blackpink debuted so it was kind of like they were in the circle at the same time so i think people were fascinated with putting all of them together and with for example i mean it got to the point where i saw an interview of like an ex-hive employee saying that bts and blackpink actually used to have like a nice friendship but because of the fandoms and the fan wars that happened they just kind of had to cut it out and not have anything publicly because it was just not good for either group in terms of like you know what what we're talking about their market value and their problems like it just causes a problem so they've completely been distant from each other and it was hilarious now that Celine invited V and Lisa to the show in Paris because these two got on the same private jet went to the same show we're sitting together, but like, you know, for the private jet, like neither of them post together and they were posting pictures like this is the plane that I came in. But, you know, it's not like I was with anyone in the vicinity, like because I'm flying on a tube, you know, in the air and I totally did not even interact with this person. And then they got to the show. They kind of they posed outside with our program. And then inside they put one or two people between all of them to make sure that like Y'all don't understand the way that this just angers me. It's just, it's so bad. It's so bad. I can't. So they're both dancing on poles, but they're not interacting at all. Thank God that they didn't because there was a video that somebody was saying like (laughs) V was making out with someone. You could even see what was happening in that video. Like you couldn't see anything other than him, like maybe talking to someone and like, thank God, like they, they really knew what to do and they stayed away from each other. And like, they got, but they got on the pole at different times. Yeah. Because, because if they had grabbed it together, it would have been over, like over world war three. I love, like, I really love how like blinks and army just completely ignored. Well, you know, I mean, mean the fandoms in general, there was plenty Mm -hmm. of people like us that were supporting the fact that they were, you know, together hanging out like normal people do but just like the fandoms were like let's pretend that this isn't happening and that they're, they're not in a flying tube together for 12 hours because it's not convenient for my delulu fantasy so mm. so with that we want to move on to idols that have dating that have had dating scandals scandalous idols we could call them um one of the ones that i was pretty surprised about when i started i don't even know how i got into it but somehow I got into it was IU in 2012 she had a scandal I mean she's had a couple of them but this one was the one that like jumped out at me IU had a dating scandal with one of the super junior members Yunhuk I'm probably butchering his name I'm sorry I'm sorry my guy but like it was weird because she by mistake posted a picture where they were together and he was without a shirt so 
they never said that they were dating. They never said that they weren't dating. They never apologized. They just kind of like hoped it would die eventually. And it, I mean, it, it eventually did, but it was just kind of weird because like the picture was, it was definitely not friends, but it was just kind of like unexpected, especially because of their age difference. IU was like 18 and Yunhuk was like 26 or 27. So they just kind of left it at that. I mean, she had other scandals where her type is older men, um, where she's dated older men, 15 years her senior. But I was just surprised to find out about her, <laughs> especially with a super junior member. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, super junior it just always surprises me. Like, I never know. I never know what I'm going to get ever never let them know your next move that's, that's honestly their, that's, that's their life motto like that's how they live truly one that i also wanted to highlight was kai Ipore. <laughs> he's been vilified for being hot and having girls throw themselves at him like i mean listen he was literally bred for it like, that's what i'm saying like, if he doesn't have sex with half of korea why was he even born not just Korea, but like the world. Like, what was the point? What's the reason? Like, he's so hot. He's so perfect. He's so charming. He's so good. Let him, like, just do what he was meant to do. I'm pretty sure part of his training process was, like, how to be hot. Like, <laughs> like a whole class. But then he can't act on it. Like right? It's so stupid. So I, I want to bring up Kai because he's had two really big, I guess you could call them scandals. Um. His first one was with Crystal from the group FX. And that one to me was kind of surprising because they had been friends for a very long time and they had always shown themselves together and interacting and whatever. And once it broke out that they were dating, people were actually like congratulating them. And it wasn't so much like, oh my God, you broke my heart. So it was kind of interesting to see that it wasn't all bad compared to when he started dating Jenny from Blackpink that literally everyone wanted to kill both of them. Like, I think their personal stocks plummeted because of it. And like, to me, it's because secrecy just doesn't bring good things. Like, I understand some secrets are necessary, but in terms of like dating, secrecy just doesn't bring good things. And I think that's, the key difference between both relationships like with Jenny it was kind of like out of nowhere for a lot of people and I guess that hurt them <laughs> I don't know I, I so that was just... Jenny has a lot of like people hate her for no reason just for her living her life too so that, that wasn't who, like that wasn't who they wanted for Kai it's like you know That's fine true. I'm delusional and I'm not gonna be with him but if I'm not gonna be with him then she can't either you know it was mm -hmm. very targeted so that's true. Um, and lastly, another one or the final one that I really want to bring to attention because <laughs> he's my bias and I love him. Baekhyun, he had a, a dating scandal with Taeyeon from Girls Generation, which like she's beautiful, like and he's beautiful. <sighs> but um, apparently like with them, they had been dating for almost a year when they got caught by dispatch or whatever and like it was a whole thing they both apologized publicly like they posted notes to their fans and everything and like for what because they dated after apologizing 
for like a year after. So it, it just, it's so funny to me that they have to apologize. It's not going to make them break up. I mean, like they're happy. No, but it's also like, you know, for someone like me, words mean something, you know, words right. have meaning. So these idols are basically brainwashed to believe mm -hmm. that like their private life and their happiness can be the end of their careers and right. can be detrimental to them making them apologize and maybe behind the scenes like the company's like don't worry about it we're happy that you're happy we just have to say this and we don't really mean it but like knowing how literally stock plummets when things like that ha happens it's like you know that they actually are scared shitless and that they yeah. don't enjoy their lives and they don't live to the fullest because of things like this so to me that shit would affect me like I would be I, you know the guilt that they must be feeling at all times yeah, that's like, true. It's not, I don't, I want none of this. And, and like for him, he's been one of the most popular members in EXO. And for him to have this scandal to go to literally being one of the most hated with Kai, because it kind of happened around the same time. I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah, he has to be traumatized. One of the like things that like kind of piques my interest or makes me kind of go like the fuck, like pick a lane people is Hichel. Like, I'm pretty sure he's had like a trillion dating scandals. And even if they're not dating scandals, they're like, he's like a freaking flirt. I, I don't want to say he's a whore. No, no. I know he's a whore. He's a whore. A hundred percent. He's a whore. Yeah. He's a whore. And, and it hasn't affected his like value as an entertainer. Like he is so sought after for variety shows. So it's like, make it make sense. I mean, at this point, he's 39. Like, you know, it, it is what it is. So. But even when he was younger, like. No, I know. I, I don't know about when he was younger because I really didn't look into that stuff. Like, I, I know, I think last year he was dating Joy, right? From Red Velvet. And then they broke up. And yes. I feel like that would affect the girl more than him. Like, whomever he dates. Because, first of all, he's dating way younger. Uh, and groups that are. Huh? It didn't even. It didn't. No, I, I was very surprised that it didn't because I was like, oh, wow. OK, so like this can happen. Like there are confirmed dating things now. And yeah, he's just he's he's a mess. Like he's untouchable in some way. Yeah, he's weird. There's people like that. I, I researched this part a little bit. So one of the things that blew my mind was when I was researching like scandals, dating scandals in the K-pop world was so Teji, nobody knew he had been married for nine years until they went to divorce court. Like, how does that even work? Like, he did it like, right. He was he was a blueprint for everything. That's insane. Like you you find out like, and that just blew my mind. It honestly blew my mind. Like, Good for him, I guess. Or I guess except it was it a really messy out. divorce. Like, not that good. <laughs> Just... And now this uh, last part is we're going to be talking about idols that are currently in a relationship and thriving question mark. I don't know, because oh. it depends on the public, you know, and, and they're the Lulu selves. So Laura, go for it. OK, this one. When I first found out, I was a little pissed off because like I, I was just pissed off. So Chen from EXO. Our guy is married and has two kids. When people first found out that he was having a child and getting married, his career literally almost 
was like erased, deleted, gone. He actually had to basically enlist. I mean, he's, he was going to have to do it anyway, but he enlisted at the time that he did to get away from the public opinion because he was part of EXO. He is part of EXO, one of the biggest K-pop groups. And the amount of hatred that this man got because he found happiness and a child was insane. I was surprised because he finished his enlistment like a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago or so. I was kind of just waiting to see what people would say, but I guess because now he has two kids, (laughs) he has two kids. People aren't really saying anything. They're just like happy he's back. And I guess his strategy of leaving worked, even though if my husband ever left me with two young, tiny, tiny babies to take care of by myself while he's out I don't care if he's serving his country. Yeah, it, it his strategy worked with a Korean audience, not with Laura and myself. <laughs> not with us. Because one thing is if you're like for the US, like the military people choose that as a career path. Like it, 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 it's not just 18 months. Like that is a career. So I understand if you have kids and then you get deployed or whatever. Like, okay, I get it. Right. But for enlistment, like it's 18 months or 22 months. Like you could have just waited. Like the first one was before he enlisted. Okay. That's fine. I get it. But the second one, really? No. He left that poor woman with two children. I mean, I'm sure he has a lot of money, but still, it's about emotional support. That's not okay in my book. But I'm happy he's married and has two kids and is currently thriving in London, but still. Why is everyone in London? I don't know, man. I hate it. <laughs> and and speaking of EXO, one more. Luhan. Luhan. I don't know if the oh, H yeah. is hard or not, but he's one of the ones that is the actual literal case in point of why dating bans exist. When, you know, he had his fair share of controversy within SM and with EXO um, M because of the way that they all left the group. But then once he was thriving in China as, as a artist, as an actor and stuff, he like went out of his way to announce the relationship. And not only did they crash Weibo or Weibo, I'm not sure how it's pronounced their, their social media site, mm-hmm. but he immediately lost 800,000 fans on the spot. Like this is a level of delusion that we're talking about that like 800,000 bitches really thought that he was going to be their husband. And when they found out that he had found himself a woman, they were like, I'm not going to, I'm going to burn my PCs. I'm going to throw away all my posters in my room and I'm done with this ass. Which is crazy to me because if you actually read about their romance, love story is so cute. It's so cute. It's like what you root for. You want that. Right? And you're like, oh my God, I'm so happy. Like this person is not a douchebag and he's not like, you know, sleeping around and being an asshole and being a whore. Like he actually had the cutest, cutest. cutest. And people are still not happy. Like this is this is why they say do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting anyone because people are still gonna talk regardless. Like his love story is literally what K dramas are made of. Like actually, what they're made of. Literally. It's gorgeous, and people yeah. hated him for it. Yeah. One of the scandals that we recently lived through. And I guess was our first big one, you could call it in a way, was one day we're just chilling, looking at Instagram, and we see, or at least I saw this massive text 
image thing from Bobby from Icon. And I was like, what is going on? So obviously I screenshotted it and went to Papago, Papago, whatever, to translate in this message. Bobby lets us know that he has a girlfriend. He is with child. The child's going to be born in a month or two, and he's going to get married in a month and that he's going on a break <laughs> like, all within like a one by one Instagram square. That was a lot. With an apology. And, and mind you, <laughs> this was the year that he was on Kingdom with Icon. So like... <laughs> Mans was like on TV fully with like a fetus growing fully. <laughs> and it was like, hi guys. Uh, I'm not who you think I am. I'm sorry. Peace. <laughs> Drops mic. Disappears. I, I'm part of the Icon Weavers. And at least from what I saw, most people were pretty supportive of him which I was really happy for but it was just funny he was away for a couple months and then he came back like it was nothing and just decided I'm gonna make everybody forget about it and just post shirtless because why not yeah I was gonna say the other day he posted up outside the store and like you're just I'm just minding my own business swiping left on this carousel and then he's like outside a shop and then the next picture he decided to pull his shirt up over his head and just like show his washboard abs and I'm just like, okay, dad bod 2022, like <laughs> showing them kids how it's done. Wow. It was, I, I lived. And, and I, I do think it has to do with the fact that he probably came up through show me the money and he wasn't like the typical idol that people see. And mm-hmm. maybe he's not like the cute little like angel face, 15 year old forever, you know, person. Yeah. So it was just different for him, like the mm-hmm. way that the public perceived him. So they kind of let him get away with it. But yeah, yeah, it's it was that was a lot. It was a lot. We were like, did this just happen? Is this what I'm supposed to do in real life? Oh, hey, parents. <laughs> Not only do I have a boyfriend, but I'm pregnant. <laughs> I'm delivering in a month. Here's the invite. <laughs> Y'all can bring baby shower gifts, wedding gifts, and all the things. You can meet my girlfriend at the, at the wedding. <laughs> honestly it's crazy if you guys ever hear me talking about cube being trash it's (laughs) it's most likely because of hyuna and don i really hate cube entertainment for many reasons but they're like the main one they were happily working as professionals in their respective boy group and girl groups and then once the company found out that they were together it was literally over for them and they got fired from their groups and they had to leave the agency and be basically like pariahs in Korea. And I just can't even imagine how they felt because when they're in these groups, like you spend years training with these people. Then you spent years being an idol with these people. You get to know them on the off chance that you actually like each other. And it's not just for the camera. It's so hard to then like have to separate you can be associated with them and these are like probably your friends your support like some of them most people are from out of town they're like their families don't live in Seoul so like this is their family Mm -hmm. and then you have to like out of nowhere just you know move out of the dorm or whatever and you can never speak to them or be seen in public with them again because then like their reputations go down and then the group is affected because they lose a member now all the choreos have to be changed the some of the songs have to be re-recorded or the parts have to be redistributed like 
the extent to which this thing is so poorly managed in general mm-hmm. It's just so bad. And, you know, I'm happy that the both of them found a home in P Nation mm-hmm. much after, you know, whatever happened with Cube happened and that they're still happily together. It's been seven, eight years at this point. Mm-hmm. And they just got engaged a few months ago. They're traveling around. The other day they posted like they're living their best lives, clubbing and drinking and having fun with their friends, being their weird selves. So we're really happy for them that they've managed to make it work and c- keep their careers and stay together. Cause that's the biggest fuck you that they can give to anyone, you Literally. know, cube or otherwise. But yeah, they were, they were a really sad story for me. Like I can only imagine what they went through at the time. It must have been really hard. And to me, it's fucked up for cube to pretend that they didn't know that they were dating because they were part of like a subunit or a trio. And like, when you see videos of them three promoting their music, I think it's, 3h or h3 or something like that Mm -hmm. i can't remember right now you can 100 percent tell that these two fuckers were dating like that other man was the third wheel in every single interview and i feel so bad for him every time i see anything related to them and like it's just fucked up that q pretended oh no we we did not know oh oh no 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 and like just threw them literally to the curb under the bus fully for what fun fun fact when Laura was bombarding me with K content in 2020, trying to get me to buy into this lifestyle, and I wasn't really paying attention, she knew that the weight of my heart was to get me on the cultural level and on this interesting historical stuff. So she sent me stuff of Hyuna and Dawn. She's like, these got these got kicked out of their agency for dating. And I was like, what? And like that's when I would actually get engaged and like talk about it because it would fascinate me to just, again, the culture shock of it all. But yeah, so just happy for them their weird selves okay so the reason why we are doing this topic today is because just last week our leader our ceo a man that has put so much work in keeping not only his own career alive but also that of got seven let the world know because I'm sure dispatch or whoever caught them that he was dating and the amount of annoyingness that has happened ever since that is just ridiculous like ridiculous like guys I'm having shortness of breath and I'm pretty sure it's because I'm so pissed about this whole JB the Lulu situation like first of all let's start with the fact that Laura and I are both JB biased okay if you can expect someone to be the Lulu about this man, it's us. Mm-hmm. But even though Laura and I are super toxic when it comes to our biases <laughs> and we don't want anyone else to like them, <laughs> when it comes to JB, Laura and I are uncharacteristically not toxic because we're like, there's so much of him to go around with his multiple personas and his multiple talents and all his things. Like there's enough for all of us. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. Laura and I should be very toxic and should be very delusional, but we're not. From the moment that we got into JB and like really started appreciating his art individually outside of what he had done with God7, we really saw just how eccentric he is, how different he is, how not typically idle he is and how much he doesn't enjoy the typical idol life. And he's so reserved that allegedly even the God7 members haven't been to his place because he's so weird that he just like can't stand having people over. 
so and we we also found out why uh during a live that he did and <laughs> we're on the wall that maybe fans didn't want to see but whatever uh he still has a girlfriend now so who cares uh not her <laughs> not her or maybe the pictures got upgraded and now they're the real version so oh whoops. Whoop. oh uh, <laughs> but my yeah, God, I hadn't thought of that. I'm so excited to hear about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like they can have their own little gallery now of themselves. Ew, but that's wonderful. Listen, if they like it, it's what they yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, it's for them. It's not for me. Right. So yeah, I was so angry. Like first of all, Laura sent me the news. We both like just being so happy about this because again, we call him. We think he's delightfully weird. Like we think he's weird in the best way possible in like a not typical idol person not a typical person in general like when you see jb like the first thing you when you look at him people mostly assume that he's a rapper because of his look he kind of has that swag most people didn't know he was a vocalist uh if you just look at the group picture and you don't see uh him act performing on stage if people see him reading they think like it's a it's a trope or like he's trying to pretend to be smart but he actually reads and is very insightful he's one of the idols that has been the most outspoken about depression and medication and dealing with your personal health and mental health so you know there's so much to him that isn't what the typical idol image is and there's so much to him that we didn't really get to see while he was at jyp uh, as god seven so laura and i have both been super pro him like exploring different sides and doing different things and showing himself as he is instead of this idol persona that he had to sit behind for so many years and he finally gets a chance to do that and then laura looked a lot into the girlfriend and she's like she's delightfully weird just like him and we're just like so happy and then we find out that they've been together for nine-ish months and all these things and then i look at twitter Twitter is hell. Twitter is equal parts great and the worst. <laughs> equal parts. Like it depends on the day and it depends when you're looking at it and it depends what side you're on, honestly, at all times. <laughs> that's, that's the formula. That's like the secret to Twitter. But people were demanding clarification from his side. Because mind you, the announcement came with confirmation from both of their agencies. Mm-hmm. So, like, nothing else needs to be said. But people were demanding him to speak up and clarify and apologize. Again, the one thing that Laura and I, like, you could not, if you want to piss either of us off, just be like idle apology, unwarranted about dating life, you know, because sometimes I guess it's warranted. But yeah, yeah, it was so aggravating to see that. Then I saw this account came up with like receipts on Instagram that is trying to expose all the got seven members not just jb and it's like let these people live like what what is so wrong with men in their almost 30s finding love and finding support while doing one of the hardest careers that anyone has to do and like honestly you want them to procreate and make beautiful babies that like can possibly become beautiful artists at some point in the future too because art is what makes life good so mm-hmm. yeah um it's been hard and then laura noticed that jb turned off his comments on his posts on instagram which was hard because obviously that means that he got a lot of hate and people started trying to come for him on his instagram which is like what the fuck 
And it bothers me so much because he was literally just allowing us to see how playful he can be on Twitter, on Instagram. Like he was literally just showing us a little bit of who he is as a person. I love his music. His music outside of God Seven is beautiful. Like the the stuff he did as deaf, which honestly, after hearing his album that came out earlier this year, obviously that fucker was in love. Like it's beautiful. Like we talked about it. (laughs) Like I'm not even like a sappy person. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cute. Like of course he was in love. His music is beautiful, but he was always, at least from what I've seen, the most guarded out of all of them in terms of showing us like who he is as a person. And as someone that likes his work of art, his music, it's nice to see where it originates, like see a little bit of who he is. So like he was literally just feeling comfortable showing us a little bit of himself and all these stupid people ruined it for me <laughs> for us for what for what if he's gonna date he's gonna date regardless the twitter exchanges between him and bam bam were literally the cutest thing I it would make my, my day <laughs> i was at work annoyed and i would go into twitter and i would see them being adorably stupid but now i can't even see that it's so unfair it's so very unfair. annoyed <laughs> No, really. It's like in the real world, you're born, you grow up. And then like, everyone's just like, who are you dating? When are you getting married? When are you having kids? When are you going to have another kid? Like it's life is all about having a family. Like that's literally everyone's biggest aspiration or whatever. And then for these idols, the fact that many of them don't get to start till they're like 40 or like later with actors too like you know freaking get married and then like get pregnant right away because they're already kind of like biological clocks are ticking it's so bad and it's it she is not only delightfully weird she's freaking hot as hell like that's exactly what you would want that's what he deserves right he's not even a k-pop idol anymore he's not he has the right to do whatever he wants it's like we normal people get pissed off when we go to a family event and all anybody can say is isn't it a little late where's the boyfriend are you are you not dating and then if you're dating and when are you getting married like if we get annoyed by that why do we think it's okay to ask people that we don't even know (laughs) like these things and don't and don't say because people will respond like well they're in the public light so like it's part of their job no it's not no the fuck it's not (laughs) like it's really really genuinely not i like what you said earlier like they're giving us art for that's that's the interchange that's the exchange that's art it. money we, we get we get music and music videos and we get concerts that heal us and mm-hmm. things that take us out of our nine to five grievances and our own drama in our lives we like get to heal watching them produce their best work and and keep growing as artists and we pay sometimes to buy multiple albums and go to concerts and buy the resale tickets instead of the face value because Ticketmaster hates everyone. So, you know, that's, that's it. That is the exchange. That is where the line is drawn, but a lot of people don't seem to know that. And the Korean idol industry has made that a business model and they've been Mm. profiting off of that business model of the fantasy. So there's no intention of changing it anytime soon. I hope that with you know jb and 
whomever else decides to come forward with their relationships soon that starts changing because I feel like you know it's time there's a lot of things that need to change in the idol industry in general and I think this one is a priority like for it to change right away I agree because Laura and I are very annoyed right now and we don't want to close the episode on such a negative note because of people being the fucking worst we want to talk about what we hope comes in the future in the near and long-term future what changes we think can happen and you know what we hope that we see across the board reflected in you know the idol world because many of our idol friends idol friends my delusional ass (laughs) our delusional ass i'm thinking namjoon is my friend and then he just posted that picture of when he went to see that play and like the girl was in the picture and posting as well uh, it's like you know uh, laura sent me that, that picture and she goes are people are gonna be okay now i'm just <laughs> posting next to a woman and i was like i know girl and i sent her i think a double emoji and i was like yeah let them all burn like i want people to just you know be mad stay mad because they're stupid but uh laura what do you hope what do you think can happen from what you've seen i hope that it just becomes normalized like there are couples who are thriving especially like for example Huna and Don they've been able to sell the relationship which you know shouldn't have to but they seem to want to and that's okay like we should just accept I hope that in the future we'll accept with whatever the idol is ready to give us right and be happy with with it if they're happy we should be happy because it means that they're going to be making good music for us like I know I keep going back to JB, but that deaf uh, album was beautiful. Like, I know I've said it not just in this episode, but in other episodes. Like, if I can continue getting that, I am so here for it. Like, bring it on. Take all my money. Like, I just hope it just becomes normalized that we hear it and congratulate them and move on because it it really it's not going to remove anything and it's not going to actually it it might add because they might make beautiful music for us so there's more positives than negatives yeah and that's it I think one of the reasons and one of the things that I've seen one of the arguments that I've seen for agencies to continue with these medieval at this point policies (laughs) (laughs) is it takes a lot of money to put an idol group together and to make them succeed. Mm -hmm. They have to train, they have to, there's a lot that goes around, that goes on behind the scenes of the machine. A lot of people that are on the payroll and we can see just how agencies like, you know, now 17 with the song Cheers was talking about how they took Pledis from a basement to a building kind of thing. Like there's a few cases like that of idol groups that, make their agency what they are and that they're able to hire a lot of people give jobs to a lot of people so Mm -hmm. i understand to some degree that an idol fucking up can also influence or have an impact on the meals that other people can have in their homes because they work for the company i get that Mm -hmm. but the longer we perpetuate this whole no dating thing then the longer is going to be a problem if they decided to like just openly date and have a regular artist life, like here in the US, when Beyonce and Jay-Z were dating, we rooted for them. Justin and whomever he was dating, we rooted for them. You know, if if we 
there's money still to be made. It doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you're not going to make any, like the money. So, and people are going to break up and people are going to make mistakes and people are going to date people that others don't like, whatever. But like there, there has to be a roundabout way of figuring out how to still sell some sort of fantasy to the audience, but let these people live openly happy lives and that they can go to a restaurant and go on a date with their significant other because like fuck just those rooms and those agencies i'd be grossed out to walk into those rooms to be honest what goes on in there fuck around and find out so pretty much it so i I, will you do uh, (laughs) it's like room raiders with the black light literally literally no one walk in there with a black light no one so let's let people let's love is love and let's let people be happy and let's stop being homophobic and let's stop like shipping disgustingly because also like these these idols in the groups they've known each other their whole lives since they were little and like they're probably have these like brotherly or sisterly bonds and y'all are out here like saying disgusting shit about the way that they laugh with each other or look at each other or do like skinship because that's already different from the western side too like let's let people live their lives and let's enjoy the music that they give us because that's what that's literally all that they're supposed to give us so i agree with that and with that thank you so much for listening or watching we hope you enjoyed this episode let us know what you think dm us leave a comment thank you (laughs) leave a comment we'll be happy to have a conversation with you yeah and we're gonna have a poll on our spotify uh podcast to take your opinion on what do you think about idols dating because maybe you are one of the the ones that don't want them to date so we want to hear from you too what's the tea tell us why you think that way yeah let us know if you listen if you know for a fact that you're gonna end up marrying them and that's that's you're sticking to your guns we want to know how is your plan tell me your plan laura's married and off the market she doesn't need to know i mean yes, I'm the but one i have that, friends like, well, i'm the only friend that you should be focused on for this true. none of your friends appreciate k-pop okay they don't but they appreciate good looking men. well who doesn't true so anyway share your plan with us thank you very much bye bye Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the MIA2K podcast. We have lots of great content coming up ahead. So please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you enjoyed our episodes, please rate us five stars. And for the real time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K podcast. Dale. Bye.